0: hello good afternoon everybody welcome to the texas hill country market update brought to you by the texas hill country advisors we have a pm edition for you this monday afternoon i'm your host andrew gay along with my business partner gilbert pies we are both in the studio this evening how are we doing gilbert doing good
1: it's a kind of sad dreary day
0: it is a sad dreary day we <laughs> had uh
1: the weather i'm talking about nothing right. else Right,
0: <laughs> but the market was kind of sad. Yeah, so was that was too, just today. Just that's today. All right. that's all right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's just about four thirty here in the beautiful Texas Hill Country in Kerrville, Texas. So
1: the dreary Texas Hill.
0: Country. Yeah, dreary. Dreary. Yeah. Um, kind of sad. Plus, it gets dark like early, so it's already like almost dark outside, even though it's four thirty. So, uh, all right, we got uh we got several mentions for you. It'll probably be a quick one this evening, but we do have some stuff we want to run over with you guys. So, uh, let's jump right to it. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member of Fennaro Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert price, and Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not those of Next Financial Group. The S&P 500 is a market cap weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price weighted index of 30 actively created blue chip stocks right uh let's start with uh where we ended the week last week. So uh this is the top three major stock indexes there and year-to-date performance. So the SP 500 is sitting at year-to-date negative 13.3 percent, the NASDAQ is sitting year-to-date negative 26.2 percent, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is sitting year-to-date negative 3.3 percent. So you can see there on the left-hand side, on the far left, the green column first one next to their names that they all had a positive week last week um and so they're still trying to shave off some of those red numbers the red year-to-date numbers the dow is getting the closest back to break even but we still got what three weeks left of december yes all right. so we'll have to see how that plays out um i don't really think we have a, a an opinion really one way or the other about that we're just trying to we're more focused i think on the data
1: i can tell you um, what i want I mean, well, Santa Claus rally would be nice, but I, I don't know that that's going to happen just yet. I
0: know, right? Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> I don't think we're the only two
1: in that in that
0: arena by any means. But yeah, so that's that's where we're sitting year to date uh, with the major three stock indexes, and then of course off of the back of the positive week that we had last week, because these numbers are as of last Friday. Compliments of our friends over at Franklin Templeton, um, they have a nice uh, summary uh, picture that we screenshot there and show, but. Yeah, we did not have such a good day today. Uh, we sold off pretty hard, actually, and that's kind of what we were going to talk about tonight. So maybe that's a good segue into. Let's just talk about the fact that it, it seems like the narrative now has shifted a little bit. That all of a sudden, uh, the market seems to be a little more worried about what the how high the Fed is going to have to go for uh, raising interest rates. Previously, they thought that we, you and I were talking not that long ago, Gilbert, on one of the shows in the last week or two about where they're going to stop, and we think that's probably around five percent range. I think I said around five. You were talking about maybe five and a half or something, five and a quarter, five and a half, and and that's the Fed funds rate that the Federal Reserve has control over to 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 raise or lower, and you can think about that as the bottom interest rate, if you will. So, uh, we. The market seems to think that maybe there's a chance that they're going to go a little higher than previously expected and if that's the case then it's got to reprice and re- try to reconfigure itself to try to price that new expectation in so you can see here if we're going to look at the numbers on the right hand side there you can see the red um numbers from the sell-off representing the sell-off today so that's kind of why that adjustment i think was took place today in the market Would you? did you have anything else you want to add to that yeah Gilbert? you know
1: uh, i think You know, as we talked about on the show last week, part of the reason why the market went up so much was because of the speech from Jerome Powell talking about the likelihood of slowing down the pace of rate rises. Nowhere in the discussion did he say we're not going to raise rates anymore, nor did he even suggest that they were going to stop raising anytime soon. He simply said the pace of rate rises was going to ease up and the market being the market it it tends to overreact on the downside and overreact on the upside and I, you could say that that maybe that uh, big bump that we had was a bit of an overreaction on the upside the market was assuming and i think rightfully so that the feds are probably going to raise only 50 basis points in december a couple weeks on the 14th is when they make their new rate announcement if they do that and the market also thinks that interest rates are going to peak out at about 5% on the Fed funds rate, then it stands to reason that if they do 50 basis points this meeting, they're going to have to do probably 50 basis points at the next meeting or 25 basis points the next meeting, 25 basis points the meeting after that. Now, nobody is really sure exactly what's going to happen. We can see the futures market there, with what they're pricing in, but the fact of the matter is they they they're not going to stop raising interest rates yet. Are they going to slow it down? Yes, that that I think is is pretty much everybody in the market is agreeing that that's likely. However, we still don't have the data for the CPI for November. That doesn't come out until the day before the Fed rate announcement. and if and if that CPI data comes in even just a little hot, the fed the Fed Federal Reserve might just say, you know what? Uh, we were thinking about doing 50 basis points this time, but we're, we're going to stick with 75 and we'll talk about 50 next time around. D- distinctly possible, it, it all depends on what happens with that data. Now, one one thing Andrew and I have talked about off, offline is we have talked a little bit about what retail sales have been. Uh, Black Friday was apparently pretty pretty decent. Right. Uh, Cyber Monday was was actually pretty good too. Uh, we've we've talked a little bit about uh, wages. Uh, wages are, are still stubbornly high. Uh, we haven't really seen the job market, uh, the unemployment rate, jump up very much. So th- there are a few things out there that you have to look at and say, well, you, you, we may not be at the point where they slow down the rate rise in December. They may do that in February. And, and so you, you have to be able to understand that even though the we're much closer to the time that they're going to uh, slow down interest rate rises and and even stop raising rates, that doesn't mean they're over yet. And so we we have to keep planning for that. And I think the market today, especially, finally realized, looked around and said, "Hey, maybe maybe we got on a sugar high that day and uh, we're getting a little overly excited. So here's what here's what we think is going to happen." And they've had to reprice some of that, I think. And they've had to second guess themselves about what's going on with rates, and yeah. uh, I think it's a good segue to talk about those Fed fund futures.
0: Yeah, and those are those blue bars, and we're just shifting between. So these are, this is, uh, and we try to do this to where you don't really have to dig into the numbers to look at this to kind of get the uh, how how they move, how the exp- So these are these are this is the FedWatch tool by the CME Group uh, website, and these are what the or what the market has priced in. Um, as of today in real time for the fed rate hike uh, expectations okay so in december it looks like this number had been fluctuating between 80 and 70 Uh, it looks like it there the market has priced in currently a 50 basis point rate hike or half a percent point a point five percent however you want to say that rate hike priced in at an 80 percent probability almost for the december meeting um and then you can see also the, the little sliver on the other side there is the 20% lies with about 75 basis point rate hike or 0.75% rate hike. And that's – Gilbert was just describing that saying, well, if this data comes out, which we do get CPI or headline inflation data for the month of November, December 13th, and the Fed makes the decision to hike the rates on the 14th of December – you can see the date up there in the highlighted blue or on the top left um, – so that There is a possibility. This is not certain. This is just what the market has priced in, but here's where it gets a little squirrely and a little bit higher level of uncertainty is when you look out to the Fed meeting in February, which is the first meeting that they meet in 2023 because they don't meet in January, the, the decision or the, the expectation of the rate hike decision is split. Uh, between three different options and the main one right now is sitting right around 475 or 4.75 percent to five percent which means they would have to do two 50 basis point rate hikes so that means in this number right here if they act on the blue bar on the left okay which has the highest probability that means they're going to have to hike another half a percentage point In February and previously the the winner there as far as the expectations go were that there was that the Fed was going to do a quarter of a percent rate hike or 0.25 percent rate hike so a little bit of a shift there over the last week or so um, has caused the markets to kind of sell off and raise the level of uncertainty that exists around those expectations so if any of that like Gilbert just said to reiterate if any of that data comes in um, wildly different than expected these are going to move even more and then that can cause the markets to either melt up, melt down, so on and so forth. Um, so that's kind of where we stand with the rate hike expectations. Uh, and we'll just, you know, we talk about that a lot on the show. This year has been a great year to follow that because this year has, you know, not every year is, has such a magnifying glass over the rate hikes or the fed meetings, you know, because back in the plow horse economy after 08 and the, the rates were at dang near zero they didn't start raising them again until 15 something like that they they were really slow right and it just wasn't like the the it wasn't the focal point of what was going on it was way more data heavy and yes the fed was there and there was narrative around it but it just wasn't the same type of uh, intensity around the story about what the fed is doing um and its implications on the market and really really the expectation of what the fed is is going to do is really what we're talking
1: about I am so. so scarred by the financial crisis that uh, I have purposely <laughs> blocked out the years uh, 2008 to 2012, uh, just blocked them out just completely. <laughs> the only thing I remember from those years is uh, the birth of my children. That's about it. Everything else I've blocked well, that's out. Well, that's a good so, thing to remember. Yeah, if oh, you're of gonna, course, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my kids were born. One was 08 and one was 09. So those are the only two things I remember those years. Everything else I've blocked it out. It was just too painful.
0: Yeah, it, w- it wasn't good.
1: Those were not good years.
0: And, in, and of course, in, in that scenario, what the Fed was doing then was cutting rates. They cut rates just like they did when COVID came around. Right? Sure, sure, and they cut them to zero. And they stayed there mm-hmm. un- until 15. In For the, uh, a long time. Yeah.
1: For a long time.
0: So, Plus, um, they were
1: doing quantitative easing. It was uh, an amazing, amazing time in the world.
0: Yes, and it wasn't near the amount of money pumped into the economy that even got pumped in in 2020.
1: Some some would say that uh, the financial crisis laid the groundwork for, or laid the ground uh, work, or did the groundwork for inflation that we have in 2022.
0: Yeah, because the Fed couldn't. If you remember any of that, the Fed could not get inflation to take up over that i mean it was there but it was so low for all those years after the there recession. was a
1: there was a significant risk of deflation which is way worse than inflation uh, much much tougher to control and manage so the, the fed was in a really really tight tight spot um in those years it was it was just a difficult time um inflation's a problem it it, it sure is i mean it, it's um hurts a lot of people across the board. And it's equal opportunity too. Whether you're wealthy or, or low on the low income side of things, inflation hurts everybody. Um, and, and so, yeah, th- those, those years during the financial crisis is totally different scenario. Right now, what we're dealing with is more of a, okay, we need the consumer to pull back a little bit. Um, what's the Fed going to do? They're going to do some quantitative tightening and they're raising interest rates. Uh, really, the the people that are benefiting right now are, are, are savers, savers that investors that have been doing what they're supposed to do, saving money for the future. Uh, they're finally able to earn a decent rate of interest um, on their savings.
0: Yeah. And right in time for credit card debt to be the highest that it's been in a long time and the savings rate to be the lowest that it's been in a long time. So yes, yes. Um, hopefully, hopefully we can, as consumers and as an economy, we can kind of put a din in that over the next here too, especially with the inflation that we're dealing with.
1: And um, and in, and in the, the spirit of not uh, following Janet Yellen's um, uh, me- method of blaming inflation on consumers, <laughs> <laughs> if we could only get the government to stop screwing around with stimulus, we, we should probably be okay. Most of the time, we can, we can fix those things ourselves as individuals, but uh, the government can't seem to help themselves. They, they love to spend our money.
0: Yeah, they do.
1: Even money they don't have.
0: (laughs) It's like the sugar high. It's like they're addicted to the the cheap money. Yes. And it's hard to get off of it. Um,
1: Also known as uh, spend money to get votes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anybody remember the uh, student loan um, forgiveness deal? You don't hear much about that anymore, do you? Yeah. Yeah, Because that's not going to happen. It turns out it's illegal. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, we have to see, right?
1: We'll have to see. Yeah, I think the uh, the, the uh, federal judges overturned that federal. What was it? A uh, executive order, and
0: uh, yeah.
1: apparently it might go to the Supreme Court. So we'll see. It hasn't happened yet, but um, I don't know about you. Uh, I, as a taxpayer, that's a stinky deal.
0: Yeah, it's tough. Um, okay, on the economic front, let's do this real quick uh, to kind of wrap us up here. We got. Uh, we had some data that came out this morning, which was some manufacturing data. Uh, so it's like some supply side data. Some of that came in hotter than expected. So that that contributed to some of the outlook around what we were talking about today with the shift in expectations around the Fed. Uh, uh, hiking rates as well as the sell off that we had today in the market. So that kind of that didn't help. That didn't help things. But uh, we got. Various points of data that come in throughout the week, but the main one I'd say for this week is um, we do get trade balance tomorrow and and, uh, so I don't want to discount that, but at the end of the week on Friday, we get producers price index, which is the inflation metric for wholesalers, if you will. So the consumers, those of us that purchase things that are at the end of the supply chain, right? We have CPI, which is consumer price index and PCE personal consumption expenditures. So those are all our metric uh, metrics of inflation and how we get impacted by inflation when we spend money on things that we want or need. But there is a producer side to that, and the thought is that the producers typically, if they're experiencing a level of inflation, it's pretty logical to think that they would probably do what they can to pass that on to the consumer. So a lot of economists, analysts, market participants want to watch that too to see how that inflation metric is bearing, and we get that Friday. So, and if you want to see the trend line of it, I can click in here real quick. We can look. So looks the numbers that have been coming in the last several months sure do look a whole lot better than where we were at, at the beginning of the year. But, you know, once again, if it comes in hotter than expected, um, you know, that's probably not going to be a great look for the markets, but that comes out Friday. So all right. What else, Gilbert? any other parting thoughts
1: you know I, I hope this weather clears up because gee whiz i am tired of cloudy and dreary i need some sunshine i'm i don't yeah, know. I, I know i just want to sleep all day i think yeah, me and you
0: both it is kind of depressing <laughs> but unfortunately i don't think it's going to give i don't think it's going to give until the end of the week
1: plus it's hot uh, yeah it's, it's not humid. cold and yeah. it's
0: like that's what's like kind of depressing It's
1: like man i don't understand that so i'm ho- hoping that gets cleared up pretty soon um Hope everybody enjoys the holiday season. Um, I have me and my wife haven't been able to put out any decorations yet because every time we want to go outside and put them up, it's wet, it's cold, nasty. it's nasty, it's dra- uh, raining, drizzly. Same, uh,
0: man. We got all of our stuff up like on the inside, but I wanted to put the little bit of lights up that we put on um outside up this weekend and just couldn't do it. So
1: Yeah, yeah so um, it's been bleh, it's kind of yeah. been a blah season, but all right. It'll it'll work itself out.
0: It sure will. Um, and we'll will, we'll will keep losing praying my for tan. that. I, I
1: want right, the sun to come man. out. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, well that's one thing for sure
0: is you could you could possibly catch a tan if the sun comes out in December here in Texas. What are you Hill trying County.
1: to say? Sometimes it sometimes <laughs> it's hot, man. It's, I don't think I'm gonna it. I don't think I'm ever gonna lose my tan. <laughs> Yeah, maybe not. I, don't know. I won't have to do. Uh, I don't have to get a tanning bed for Christmas.
0: No, <laughs> you get some of that
1: fake tan stuff. You know, rub it on. You.
0: Rub it on your skin. You Take only gotta leave it on like an hour. Make you know, it look like
1: an oompa loompa. And do the.
0: Do the dance with you. If you did look like an oompa loompa, I got your back. Thank you, I'll sir. I appreciate
1: that. Yeah. Uh,
0: Okay, guys, thank you so much for your participation and your viewership. Hope you guys have a wonderful uh, rest of your Monday evening and a wonderful week. Please don't forget to share and interact with us uh, for our content. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, and also everywhere podcasts are available. So thank you so much. We will see you. We'll be back here in La Manana. So we'll see you in the morning. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.